Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. Clearly, I'm not Tom Bernard. This is Bob Sansevier filling in for Tom. He and Catherine are taking a much-deserved day off. We are going to get started in a moment, and I will be joined by... Melissa Kirk. Andy Brent Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We'll take a quick break and be right back with the Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back to Tom and Art Show. I'm Bob Sands. We are filling in for Tom. Now, I wanted to, I, I've been in, uh, in the studios for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And when I came in, it was only about 115. Is it up to 150 yet? Oh, it's brutal outside. It's pretty horrible. But... Is there? There was a little breeze or wind when I at my home and up north, mm. they were getting like 60, 75 mile an hour winds in the the Boundary Water area. So is, is there a breeze in yeah, Minneapolis? But, they got up to twenty, twenty mile an hour winds. So yeah, not horrible, but well, it's nice to have a little hot it's, breeze. It, you can there is a breeze, but it's a hot breeze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just blowing hot air yeah, around. It kind of like whacks you in the face. Yeah, yeah the uh, feel or whatever is going to get up to one hundred nine by four. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that now there have been records across the country. Denver hit 105, which tied a record yesterday. But they're saying record heat. Chicago, it's all over the the country. Yeah, we got a heat wave. Yeah, it'd be nice if we had uh, a gigantic earthquake that would give us a little ocean front. You know, somewhere in Minnesota, yeah. so we can go. Ocean's got a cool breeze coming yeah, off. Connect the ocean to you the Mississippi. Get rid, of, yeah. get rid of half of the United States. Yeah. Well, I know it's a sacrifice, but. Just because I wanted a breeze. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very selfish that way. I'd sacrifice half just to be at the ocean. But it's, uh, it is, but tomorrow's got to cool off, right? It'll be in the high 80s or 90 with, yeah, a, with some 
weather. My car said on the way here it was 97, and this it's before noon. So, uh, no, it's going to get even hotter. Yeah, it's going to be brutal probably around 3, 4 o'clock this <laughs> afternoon. And JB saying the hell with the heat. He's wearing a nice black shirt, <laughs> as am I, but yeah, and a black hat. So doesn't, doesn't it absorb, or does it not absorb on a, a, a person of color? <laughs> I've never noticed it. You know, I've never seen you sweat. Do oh, you do. sweat? Oh, yeah. Do you have a sweat gland? Yes. Hmm. But you doesn't. But you've always seemed so cool, calm, and collect and dry. <laughs> well, you didn't see me yesterday after I ran three plus miles yesterday. You did that yesterday. Was kind of warm too. You're not going to run yeah, today, a are bit. you? No. No, that would be a little psychotic. No. On Monday, it, the real temperature is going to get up to 97. And I'll be running so, on Monday. A Monday. Oh wow. God. So yeah, the uh, feel. Depending on the humid, oh yeah, and it's going to be very, very humid too. So that's just great. Look forward to that. <laughs> It'll be like 120 heat index. All right, now I want to ask all of you. Um, hold up your hand. I just found something about you. Pinky tells the story. Turn your. Let me let me see the turn your. <laughs> oh, is this the, if your pinky's longer than your ring finger? Have you done thing? that yet? Uh, no, it's what? there's that. You know, on your okay, on your ring finger, there's uh-huh. that line at the top. Oh yeah. JB, where's yours? Yeah. Well, yours is actually, you and I have the same hand. Let me see yours, Andy. Mine's just a little lower than the line. Yours is close to our, what, what's yours? Mine's like right at the line. Okay, so three, four of us have that. You, oh my God, you're way above the line. Well, and it's weird because one pinky's longer than the other on the other. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on like, how much you flex because, you know, weird. I can go anywhere from like this to like this. Yeah. So. No, but you're pretty close to that line. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start tell Cassie where. According to this, okay, you are here. Are the things that you got, one of them looks like your pinky was chopped off. <laughs> you never hold a grudge against those who have wronged you, and we're talking about if your pinky is longer than that line, that top line on your index finger, okay, the bend line, I guess it would be called. Is that the technical term or the joint line? Yeah, the joint line. Thank you. <laughs> never hold a grudge against those who have wronged you. You're often described as an easygoing person, and you get along well with everyone. You remain respectful of the opinions of others, even when you disagree with them. You don't enjoy surprises. You are very uncomfortable when you don't know what is going to happen. Try to keep your concerns and problems to yourself as much as possible. This can cause a ripple of disturbance with your partner, as they often do not know what is troubling you. You're a straight shooter. My God, they have a lot of things you are. <laughs> they sure do. Straight shooter, tell it like it is. I'm going to abbreviate here. Don't sugarcoat your words. Prefer to come to those who do the same. You want to be around those who consider you consider honest and authentic. And you have an ego that can be domineering, and you can quickly become worked up when you get into an argument. However, you are also the first one to apologize after the discussion is over. Is this true, Cassie? Uh, pretty much. Uh, they nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's shocking. And I think it's a testosterone thing. Well, but what, now let's what about hear the rest of us. <laughs> those of us with testosterone or something. <laughs> those of us with normal pinkies. We have an amazing heart and are always willing to lend a hand to those in need. We hate lies, dishonesty, and insincerity because it goes against everything we believe in. We carefully guard our feelings and do not open up easily to strangers. How are we doing so far? You agree with that, JB? Yeah, pretty much. You too? Yeah. Andy? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We sometimes act stronger and more open-minded than we really are. However, once we get close to someone and trust them, we become much more open and expressive. Our eyes are very expressive, and you wear your heart. We wear our heart on our sleeve. I have to actually wear really big because every time my wife, my kids, I am very expressive with my eyes because they hate when I give the eye roll, which I don't even know what I'm doing. It's just I think it's an automatic thing. 
You don't like stupid people, or we don't like stupid people, and can be somewhat odd and arrogant at times. Very hard worker and always finish every task put upon us, even the ones that are boring or fulfilling. Well, I know. I mean, you work your ass off, JB. <laughs> That's why I was late. Because you were you were you were. <laughs> did you get any time off over there? When do well, you take your vacation at the U? <laughs> uh, hope to squeeze something in next month. Because if I don't, then I won't get one. By next month, you mean July or August? Yeah, July. July. Yeah, that's a good because, time to do it. Um, soccer starts July thirty first. You're kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not. I wish I was. They start practice. Yeah, they report July thirty first. It's kind of late. 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 That's, Isn't that late? No, that's not late. <laughs> no, no, that's early. Oh my God, that that is early. I mean, that's it's not <laughs> that's, even August, and school doesn't start to what? The, the, uh, day after, no, day after uh, Labor Day. Oh, but like just like with the regular schools. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, uh, football will start like anywhere from three days to a week after that. Well, football you kind of expected. I didn't realize that soccer did. Yep. Holy cow. Soccer is always the first sport. Now, now, here's what I'm thinking of. It's the ratio between your index finger and your ring finger. Um, oh, there's another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the testosterone one. Um, How do you – well, are you – you have testosterone coursing you through your veins. You have, you had. See, my fingers are very. Crooked. They were straight. So you're, yeah, you had pretty low testosterone exposure in the womb, because you're the two are close together. Well, I probably have, I'd probably have ten kids if I had a lot instead well, of the five I have. <laughs> so if it's low, it's low testosterone. The shorter. Your index finger is compared to your ring finger. Uh, the index finger. Oh, it's not a pinky thing. It's an index no, thing. Yeah, index and ring finger. Oh, my, they're about my index finger. If it was straight, size. was about would be about two inches longer than my ring finger, but it's very crooked. So if they're even or close to even, that's low testosterone. Well, not low, but you know, not high, basically. Oh. Yeah. Well, J, JB's is definitely uh, his index finger is lower than his. Yeah. JB, which is be, normal. You have the same fingers I do. We could be brothers. <laughs> Ours are yours crooked. Look at this. I could look for water with mine. You have the thing on, right? All right, put yours like together like this. Let me see. Yours are yeah. yeah we both could look for water. <laughs> what about those of us who have mine? Our index finger is longer than our ring finger. Well, for women, that's Does normal. It matter? Yeah. No. How about do that again? Hold your hand up. What is wrong with that pinky? I know. I was going to oh. say. <laughs> no, when, it, it just. I, oh, okay. Because it was like, it was it was. Oh, I was just out. going like that. I was going to say, when you have coffee, do you no. always put the pinky out? No, I can actually do that. Yeah. Are you fancy? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. Yeah, for women, the longer uh, index finger is normal. Now, Cassie, let's see your odd fingers. You've got that pinky that's really long. Well, yours actually aren't that bad. But... And you are right. That one pinky is so much shorter than the other one. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, yeah, very. I'm sure you could be a hand model. <laughs> you, yeah. I have calluses yeah, on my hands from yard work, and there we go. Yeah, we know. Now, you had mentioned soccer. Uh, this is a public service announcement. Don't celebrate with a wine glass when you're uh, when you're celebrating a game. You know, a big win. A World Cup fan died slicing her. Open her throat on a wine glass while <gasps> while celebrating a win. What? How do you slice your? Well, we're gonna find out. A Brazilian football fan dies after slicing open her throat when she fell on her wine glass while celebrating her team's win. I'm guessing she put away a lot of a lot of wine ahead I'm of time. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, there was the victory over uh, Serbia, but you know, 
Brazil's supposed to win. Right. You don't celebrate a win over Serbia. But those people are so fanatic. Well, she was about, a very attractive woman, too. So fanatic about their <clears throat> their soccer in other countries. And it's like, you know, over here, if you... It was. It would be like the Vikings beating the, well, winning the Super Bowl, some, beating some very low-level NFL team at this point. You know, you 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 know, Vikings fans would probably celebrate, but they wouldn't go crazy. Uh, this is unbelievable. But she she does have a long neck, but she uh, she slit. She got up to celebrate, dropped her wine glass, which shattered, and then when she oh my god, when she fell, she fell on a piece that penetrated. Her neck and severed her jugular vein. That's unbelievable. That's unlucky. Oh, yeah. oh my God. They, uh. And she was ham. She had to be tr- just trashed. Well, they're showing a picture of her holding a wine glass. It must have been at the party just before it happened. Well, that's frightening. Ugh. That's one reason I don't watch soccer. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that take me out. Although it's another reason I don't drink wine. That's not gonna happen either. Of course. You know, I could fall on my diet gla- my diet Coke glass. <laughs> that could certainly do it. They're a uh, rowdy bunch, those soccer fans. Oh, they're yeah, rowdy and uh, and crazy. And speaking of crazy, now I talked about this because I do the BS show about civility. Do you think it's ever going to go back? We'll ever have civility in this country? No. It's the, where it went yesterday. Uh, tragedy, obviously, a very tragic thing happens at the uh, the Capitol Gazette, the Annapolis <laughs> paper, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Th- Within minutes of the news breaking that there had been shootings and people had died, there were immediately, almost immediately, people blaming Trump and saying he has blood on his hands because he's so upset with the media. And then people jumped on that. It was people from national media doing it, and then other people jumped on it. And then there was others saying Maxine Waters' comments had to do with it. Neither one of them had anything to do with it. This was a guy with a vendetta, a vendetta that went back to like 2011, 2012, because mm-hmm. he was upset with the newspaper. But the, the knee jerk is just, it's frightening. Well, but, as long as we have social media, there won't be civility amongst, you know, us as a country. I mean, no matter what, everybody has an opinion, and when you give somebody a public forum, they're just going to come to the assumptions and just spew it all over, and it just gets passed on, and people, you know, it goes on tangents. It's just bizarre. Well, you, you need a license to fish. You should need a license to go on social media. I think so. I mean, people have no filter. They just put out whatever they think up in their mind, whether they have facts to back it up or not. So. Um, what was his grievance with the? I haven't seen. They they apparently had done a story at some point about him, and he felt that he had been slandered and wrong. Because I think he was, it might have had to do with stalking someone, stalking a woman. So he took issue with it, and uh, they never got an, a restraining order against him. And he, a former the former editor and publisher of the newspaper, this goes back five years, told the attorneys at the paper, this is a this is the kind of guy that's going to come back and shoot us. And sadly, he was, uh, I mean, that, how prophetic it was that right. something like that did happen. And he, uh, I mean, there's a guy that lives, obviously he lives in, in that area. He used the, used the shotgun, and then he hid under the desks trying to make believe he was one of the people who was a target. It's just a, well, the world is full of bad people like that. And there's, now this is a little, this was the initial report, but then it may not, but they claimed he damaged his fingertips to try to keep from being identified. Yeah, I had heard that yesterday. 
Uh, but you take a p- look at his picture. Oh, my God, how do you know? You know immediately this guy's <laughs> well, got they, problems. They said they identified him through facial recognition. So, Yeah, yeah. that would not be too hard to... Well, uh, according to CNN, <clears throat> they posted a story today saying Maryland newsroom shooting rooted in a man's harassment of a woman on social media. So I don't know if that's what he meant by, like, slander thinking that he wasn't in his mind he probably wasn't harassing her and well you know because of social media there it's almost like there's a beacon on these people Mm -hmm. or a glaring light that there if there's a problem you're going to know about it if you look at social media Mm -hmm. because they send warnings this guy sent warnings out too on uh, uh with tweets so it's I don't even want to, I'm not even going to give you his name because it's not worth giving because I, I I don't think that was part of it but I, I'm not going to give him any sort of a uh, yeah because as of credit for you know or, or give just put his name out so people more people know who he is well yeah because it says in July of 2011 an article in the Maryland newspaper titled his name wants to be your friend told on how a man had befriended a former female high school classmate on Facebook and began a year long nightmare of harassment. Over the internet. Well, you know, we're going to talk about that and more, and we're actually going to keep um, keep it light as well. Yeah. We've got a couple of comics. Yeah. Andy Erickson and Greg Coleman mm-hmm. will be with us. And uh, when we get back, JB can then turn us with a jerk with joke or two, maybe. <laughs> we'll take a quick break, and the Tom Bernard Show will be right back. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. The Tom Bernard Show is back. Tom Bernard, my voice has changed. I had some work done on my adenoids. <laughs> Actually, Brittany had some work done, and she, uh, she posted the photo yesterday. Brittany Hagan from the KQ Morning Show. And uh, Andy and I were talking before the show. How different will she sound? I don't know. Because it was it was it was it a deviated septum? That's yeah. what she had to work on, and that's likely to affect the way she sounds. Definitely. Yeah. So I've never had that done. Of any of you, JB, you never had a deviated septum, did you? No. <clears throat> I have a deviated septum, but I've never, never got had the work done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I have one too. I broke my nose unknowingly once. 
No. You cannot look. You do not look like you. You've ever broken your nose. We had um, on my show, the BS show. I had Caleb Truex, who'd won the world championship, and now he wants the rubber match. You look at this guy. His his skin is perfect. His nose doesn't look like there's no scars on him. Some of these boxers, it's incredible when you don't see any any you know hints that they're boxers. But you'd never guess that you broke your nose. You actually have quite quite a nice I nose, JB. Was out uh, with a bunch of guys when I was uh, eighteen playing hockey and um, hit a rut, landed face first. <gasps> no no helmet. No. So what what part of your nose was like the bridge? Yeah, I think it's the bridge, and uh, broke this tooth in half, oh. and the other one was <laughs> oh, a the quarter. front tooth. Oh, yeah, both of them, oh. and didn't notice anything until, and we were outside until yeah. I took a deep breath and went, "Ooh, yeah, that <laughs> I, that ice is not forgiving when you fall." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, you're but, actually your nose fits your face. Mine would fit my face if my face was like a half size bigger than it is. <laughs> Then it might fit a little bit better. It's a little large for the face I have with me. All of you have noses that fit your faces. Yeah, I have my mom's nose. What does that mean? She, has a, she, she had the same nose. Small had, nose. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, we all get our nose from our mother, too. Best thing that happened to Sam was uh, my daughter. She was on a horse, and the horse came back with its head and broke her nose. Yeah. Well, she had work done. And it gave, <laughs> gave it a nice little ski slope. <laughs> if not, she might be stuck with my nose. We're waiting to see when my nine-year-old look hurt. She has a cute little... They all have cute little noses when they're little. I know. But, but it changes. But it's funny, though, because, like, my uh, 14-year-old son, his nose still has... He still has that kind of little boy nose. He doesn't... It'll grow. I, I, I've been waiting because I'm like... Does his dad have a big nose? No. Then you'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. It's just like you still have your little boy nose and you're 14. I love it. There's no, you know what? There's not a single nose that I would have that would bother... Except for one because I, I, I... And we probably have all seen people like that. I would have to have work done if I had the pig nose. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it does look like you could put a light, you know, you could put put an <laughs> yeah. electrical cord in it. I've met a few people like that and said, get some work done. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, take some graft from the, your, your hip or your butt, just anything <laughs> to, to, to do something about that. Now, JB, do you know do you know Greg Coleman, the comic? He'll be with us uh, uh, in a, another segment or so. Have you ever met him? Because I'm I'm actually looking forward to because I knew his dad when he, I covered his dad when he was uh, the punter for the Vikings. I, I don't think I do, but I'm. Who knows? All right. We've, you know, we have so many comics through here. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You guys, has he been in before at the show, Greg Coleman? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's been here. Andy, you don't recall him, do you? Coleman? Greg Coleman? Yeah. Maybe I'll recognize him. Because his dad was a great guy, but I never really saw him as a funny man. So I don't <laughs> know where, well, ask Greg where that, uh, where that came from. Well, I watched a little bit... Um, on YouTube. Of him? Greg. Yeah, he's really it's funny. funny. What... Yes. Well, Brian Miller, who you know Brian, right? Yes. Brian thinks he's hilarious. I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. think he's a very funny guy. So. And he's a hometown uh, comic. Yeah. Lives right here in Minneapolis. So, no, we've never oh. had him on, and I don't recognize him, so. All right. Can't so, help you. Greg, is where's Greg going to be at? He's going to be at Royal or, Comedy. Royal, yeah. Or, yeah, Royal Comedy Theater. Okay. In, um, is Hopkins? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. I don't know much about Royal. Is that a big room or is that a? Um, is it relatively new? Has I've it been around a while? I've never been there. I, from what I hear, it's a very you know, it's not a huge venue. No, it's, it's not. It's yeah. I mean, is you it kind of like Acme? 
Um, it's smaller than Acme. Has it been around a while? Yeah, or at least three, four years. Well, the other reason, because I heard something about some comedy club. They're closing. They've been around like 15 or 20 years, and I'd never heard of it. Oh, really? But there are, I mean, Acme and House of Comedy are the big ones, and this mm-hmm. one yeah. is apparently becoming much bigger. Yeah, and the joke and, joint the joke, in and, Lilydale. Well, and also the uh, uh, the one off of 169. You have him and all, people from there in a lot. Gosh, oh, Gilbert the, um, goes there. The, oh, God. Oh, um, the, 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 New Hope Cinema Yes, New Hope Cinema, mm-hmm. Cinema Grill. That's a, that's a really nice one. Yes. No, uh... The one in Hop, it's in Hopkins, right, on, right on Main Street. Royal, the Royal, yeah. Did you? You've been to a lot of them in town. You've been to House of Comedy, been to Acme, right? They're mm-hmm. both pretty good venues, aren't they? Right. Acme is the one. I mean, most comedians rave about Acme. Yeah, uh, Acme is known nationwide, and House of Comedy is not too far behind. Well, because they've got the one in uh, in Canada too, and it's I think also in Arizona. Oh, he's got three of them. I think I didn't realize that. Oh, House of Comedy. I think there are four now. Four of them. I think he he's just, really expanding. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Let's see here, <clears throat> House of Comedy. Um, I'm, I'm the laughing. site's kind of. Well, as you're looking mess. for that, I just found a Michael Moore. You know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he could be a comedian because he put a, a he's you know about talking about Trump. We have to put our bodies on the line. A lot of comedians have fun with that. If he put his body on the line, you wouldn't need another body. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. His body would be plenty to be on the line. No, never mind. It is. It's, it's Edmonton and Alberta, Phoenix, Arizona, and then the Mall of America one. Oh, he does have Phoenix. Oh, here we go. Coming soon to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Oh, capitalizing on the uh, the Giants and the Nets over there. I guess so. And the Devils. That's... And the gambling. And the... Oh, they do have gambling now beyond Atlantic City. Yeah, they... What are we they getting had, it? They had it within days of the uh What Supreme are we waiting Court. for? It's a tricky thing with the Native Reservations, Americans. Reservations, yeah. Right. Well, but if you're... You're not really impeding or going into the, uh, you know, blackjack. You're just offering the sports gambling. Yeah, um, still. I think that if we tried to, if we legalized gambling, then it would uh, necessarily take money away from the reservations. And I don't think people would so be for a lot that, of the especially in Minnesota. Then put it there. Well, and I think, other places, like the racetracks. I think that's what they're looking at. But there's... A lot of stuff to work out. There's always stuff to work out. In South Dakota, you can just walk into a grocery store and play the, some slots. Is that right? Wow. Has it always been like that? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's weird. What, do you know if they've done anything with the gambling part where you can bet on games? Um, I don't know about that, but I've just been there a lot. and <laughs> It was oh, weird I... going there for the first time to the Black Hills and walking into the grocery store, and there's people playing slots on the side. <laughs> yeah, it's like going to Florida. There's liquor everywhere. You can go to Walgreens, and there's just, like, giant liquor sections. It, yeah. It's not even 3-2? <sighs> is what? It the low, it's not like 3-2 three, two, three, <laughs> oh, two beer? Oh, like oh. near beer? No. It's, like, really genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. In, in Deadwood, South Dakota, there's a drive-up liquor store so you can yeah they have drive those somewhere and get liquor <laughs> they have I mean, those some places like yeah. driving up to mcdonald's yeah, and yeah. it's exactly the same yep well that's yeah. it basically in st louis that's almost the only way you can get your liquor because <laughs> you don't want to get out of your car because they want to no, get robbed the people don't want to get no the 
store owners don't want to get robbed. Yeah. They're oh. behind bulletproof glass. That makes sense. So they're dispensing it like that, almost like mm -hmm. when you go to the bank and you have the metal thing you put it in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of you pull up to the liquor store window and they put it in a thing and then they close the door and then it goes... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that one would be... Uh, well, again, I don't... Uh, I don't drink, so it doesn't really affect me that much. But, you know, we're always looking for revenue streams for Minnesota. Well, we have a lot of revenue. We just have bad spending. Yeah. Lots of sure. bad spending. Yes, I won't do. argue with that. But I do think we need to do more. The schools could use more. There's no question about that. And I've often wondered how they've averted, um, and I'm glad they have, how we've been able to avert having tolls. Minnesota. But they, yeah. but they, it's been um recently been discussed again well there's only to me there's if you're going to do it there's only one way to do it you put it at the entry points of 35 coming out of iowa and 94 coming in and out and don't put it in the middle of the state mm -hmm. just charge the people who are coming in and leaving the state build the wall Build a wall. Great wall of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Get through if you got some quarters. <laughs> well, but you, you just only do those it on with the... money may enter. Actually, only if you're coming in, not if you're leaving. Because if you're leaving, you're probably from Minnesota. Yeah. Well, I, if they were just to people put... without Minnesota plates have to pay. How about that? Yeah. Can well, you do I, that? I don't know, because a lot of people they come here, they they'll move here, but they don't register their car here. They keep their plates from where they're yeah. from so then they don't have to pay the taxes oh because like if minnesota is a higher state tax for you know tabs and stuff like if yeah. they're from florida florida may be cheaper so th for them to just to pay the florida tabs and have them mailed up here so huh. what about your license is your license it, they have to switch their license to be a minnesota one or it they still keep depends. the other well, some people it, don't they they don't but they're supposed post to yeah it's mm. you have like six months after you move You're legally to. to change everything over yeah, i need to change my license <laughs> boo Wait a minute, <laughs> not because you've moved from another state, just because you moved. Just because yeah. I moved, yeah. But that's not a big deal, because you're still in the same state. No, no. They it's don't like it. Deal. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get, well, I was going to say it is for voting, but they won't ask you. You can't be forced to, to, put identi to show identification. <laughs> yeah, so. no kidding. What's it really, what does it really matter? Yeah. It... <laughs> if you get pulled over. It... Yeah. Well, how? They'll, how they... like, they'll give you a ticket for an expired license or whatever. But if you have your license, like where you had lived before, mm -hmm. and you got pulled over, they'll give you gonna, a ticket. But they're not going to know if they'll see what's on your license, and when they call you up, the only time it changes is when yeah. the, your license changes, right? The only, the only time that they would have an issue with it is if they pull you over and they pull your insurance information, and yeah. if your driver's license doesn't match your insurance information. They just don't update means. your insurance. Well, yeah, yeah. Never update anything. Although, wait yeah. a minute. You would want to change it because you moved from the city. Isn't insurance higher in Minneapolis when I'm you're in the sure city? I'm sure it is, yeah. It probably is. Just because of all the possibility of, of fender benders, it I is. would think, it's in the city. It is. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Even, even where I live in Crystal, it, it follows um, Minneapolis taxes and everything. Oh, it does. Everything. Yeah. Well, St. Louis Park might, too. Yeah. My mom so. lives in Champlain, and it, when my car was registered there, it was way cheaper. And you, it was registered to you or to your parents? To me. Oh, yeah, yeah I, because young yeah. people it costs more. I know. Oh, yeah. Young boys especially it costs oh, yeah. a lot more. Which I don't get. That's discrimination. Why do they assume that that guys will drive more recklessly than women? Technically, it is discrimination, but it's based on statistics. Yeah. Young men are a lot more likely to get into an well, accident. I, I bet you that'll change soon. You think so? With the amount of uh, texting and driving. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I think, honestly, I think girls are worse at that than guys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, this was pretexting. I was driving home from the morning show on 394, and I look over, and it was the double take because this woman had her visor down. Mm-hmm. You know what's that Putting thing? Putting on makeup. What is that thing you use for your eyebrows? That to, oh, the, to curl them? Oh, yeah. Oh, the eyelashes and eye eyelash curler. curler. The eyelash curler. Eyebrow curler. <laughs> Whatever, the eyelash curler. The eyelash curler. <laughs> she was using that with one hand, and she had something in the other hand, and she was driving with her knees. Mm-hmm. Yikes. And she had her phone. She probably would have had a, probably had a third arm in, you know, oh, installed. She would have got tried to get like an octopus just so she could use everything. Yeah. But this was really pre, like... Cell, it was those giant cell phones at the time. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen it where people have their laptop on their dashboard, and they're sitting there emailing while they're driving. Well, the, the closest thing to that um, and the worst thing was I went to go cover a game. It was a Vikings game on the West Coast. I think they were playing the Raiders. So myself and another guy, we get a rental car. We're driving, and we come up to, like, an SUV. And we look over, and we see that he's got – his video was playing. He was watching porn while he drove. Oh, my God. Goodness. <laughs> and it's not hard to figure out when it, that it's porn. <laughs> that has to be an addiction. If you need to watch porn while driving, yeah, you're addicted yeah, to porn. Not good. <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, that. I would say that's a pretty good indication that wait, there's... Wait till you get home. A... You can dry yourself a nice hot bath, and <laughs> then you can watch your porn. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you drove up next to Sid when he was driving because he was notoriously known for reading the newspaper. Okay. <laughs> I had a guy, this is 10, 15 years ago. I'm driving on the, the, uh, the far lane on 394 to go downtown. This car almost sideswipes me, goes flying, zigzagging, jumps in front of me. And I'm saying, what an, and then I looked, it was Sid. Cause his, <laughs> he always had the, you know, he had the caddy. He always had the late model caddy. Yeah. It was him. He's a horrible driver. Yeah. Fortunately, he doesn't drive anymore. He's got drivers. Oh, he's a Minnesota treasure, isn't he? Uh, yes, he is a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, well, we'll just leave it at that. He is a treasure. And we, uh, we will take a quick break. The Tom Bernard Show will be back in an instant. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well... I received my first MyPillow, and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? 
Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. The Tom Bernard Show is back. JB's here. Andy's here. Oh, yep. Cassie's, Cassie's here. here. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> now, I wanted to... I actually like the woman, but it's very sad when public figures, particularly politicians, re- I mean, lose it on national stage. That's Nancy, been happening a lot. But Nancy Pelosi is... Uh, she really needs... I mean, that, I, if she has it, she needs to be examined. Because she yeah. keeps stumbling over words. She, she had trouble saying soybeans came out as soyboin. <laughs> soy wheat growers was wheat growers. And then the worst one, she asked a reporter to reboot his question. <laughs> <laughs> Is this all in one? This was at one news conference. But oh, it, really? I mean, but it's been happening with her for a while. I mean, she is in her eighties, right? She's been around yeah, a while. That, um, but that almost sounds like she's had a minor stroke. That's gonna say. Well, it's not. A, I mean, people they're trying to say like a brain. That's not a brain freeze. They, you know, something mm, needs yeah. to be done. That to... over and over. You no. know, unless I mean, with all this stuff with Maxine Waters and everything, I mean, I don't know if they're all trying to do damage control. That's not and, damage control though. What she's doing. Well, no. Is. What I'm saying is maybe she's not getting enough sleep too. Yeah. You know, they could be working long hours. I know when I'm super tired, I sound like I'm half in the bag, you know, drunk a half thing of, you That's know, true. tequila or something. Would I'm you like, pl- blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, I didn't. Would you repoot yourself? <laughs> I can get pretty. I mean, I mean, you should see me if I'm really tired and I take Benadryl. You think I'm on heroin or something? <laughs> well, and then you mentioned Maxine Waters. She's canceled a couple of events because she said she's getting very serious death threats. Of course now, she obviously. Says that. If she is getting them, and I'm not saying she isn't, it's a horrible thing and it shouldn't be happening. However, what did she think was going to happen? Well, yeah, yeah, because she she's incited... inciting the fringe element out there. You exactly. give threats, you get threats. Exactly. You can't spout uh, promoting violence and then expect it not to come back in your face. Well, and she's claiming she was not espousing espousing violence, but she she said, "Get up in their face, you know, and Harass let them know you don't them. want them here or anywhere." It, it was obviously she was she wanted to incite people, and she did. And by the way, she would have she would be with us in the pinky deal with JB, Andy, <laughs> Melissa. And I, we're we're all got the she's got the same kind of pinky deal well, we do. And with my pinky deal, Your pinky um, deal it says is that odd. you know I am respectful, and I am. I'm very respectful of other people's opinions, whether I agree with them or not. I like to have. An open-minded discussion. So you respect Maxine Waters and her opinions? Well, I I do and I don't. I mean, she went about it the wrong way. There's a difference between just spouting out just garbage or if if she wants to make a um, an impact with her uh, constituents and people who voted for her, be a grown-up about it. You know, be a... A role model and say, look, if you have a problem with Trump supporters, let's have a you know an adult discussion about it on what's what are our differences and how can we come together instead of just you know this uh, harass this group of people or you know uh, throw bottles at this group of people. I mean, it's it's stupid. I I, I don't I think I almost hope that she is more nutty 
than being so calculatingly mean. I Well, they're a politician. I think they're all nutty. <laughs> well, some of them are very mean. Yeah, it's... They, there's no um, decorum. There's no m- maturity with politicians anymore. I mean, they they literally – it's playground politics. Well, and honestly, it started with – I mean, Trump – you could point the finger at him and as oh, – yeah. with him starting on social media yeah, he, and being disrespectful and lacking civility. And everyone took their cue from him. But then they went beyond where he was. Well, I think the reason why with Trump and what he says on Twitter, which he should not be – I mean, just shut up. Don't say those things. Yeah, he can't. But um, I think it was kind of um, – a new breed of politician, and I think that was appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. They're like, my president is speaking his mind, and he's not afraid to do it. Well, you, exactly. You know it's, what it's like with him, though? Like, if I – we all have our comfort food, mm-hmm. right? Or, you you know, your comfort tequila. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for me, like, I, I love, like, a good – a nice Culver's in, in a uh, – uh, and a waffle cone. That, mm-hmm. to me, is my comfort thing, or pizza. But for him, his comfort food is a rally in some city. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's when he's feeling low. He needs to go out there and get the love. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, he, and he's not happy unless there's thousands of people who couldn't get in the venue. A yeah. lot of people are like that, though. But, yeah, I mean, there's – it's so juvenile. I mean, what have – these people are supposed to be people we voted for in office that we were supposed to respect, and they're supposed to have some type of, um, I mean, people look up to these people. Even though we h- hired them to do a job, you know, they, I mean, they're in the public eye, and they act like three-year-olds. Well, it's <laughs> most of the politicians do. And, you know, it's uh, I, the best way to put it, like, with Trump is I don't— as a president thinks he's doing, I have less of a problem than I do with his behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the policy outweighs his piety because a lot of people are upset about the things he said about women. Yeah, it's women. like who cares then, about his dumb Twitter I crap? I don't care about that as long as he's doing what I, you know, what is good mm-hmm. and, be- and and puts the country in a better place. And I, I mean, so far, it's not near the rune people say it is. JB, I don't really know where you are politically. Are you more, uh, I mean, you're more of a moderate, right? Yeah. I think he's like me and that he doesn't talk about it much. <laughs> well, I mean, people just, a lot of people just point at me because I, I am critical of, I, I don't like when when people take it, or politics becomes something where you take advantage of an issue, like yesterday, taking advantage of the fact that these people were killed so they can assail Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, but I'm, I'm not a yeah, big Trump guy either, though. It's like, can we... What we don't have anymore is cooling off informational periods. Yeah, because no. Twitter is always there. Right. We, and 24-hour news right. is always we there. We don't have a – let's find out the facts. I mean, I watched CNN a little bit, and there was a guy who was a former FBI person, and he kept saying, let's gather the facts here. We don't know. We don't know if the guy mutilated his fingers or if they had a bad reader, yeah. you know, a mm-hmm. fingerprint reader, you know, let's kind of slow down. We don't yeah. know, we don't know if this guy had an axe to grind against the paper, or if he just—it's a nutcase. He's, and that's how most things are. We don't—we're we're so quick to have an opinion and react, and 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 throw it out there, and it's like—and then, and of course, nobody ever takes it back. No. So it just sits out there, and people, and especially if they put it on Twitter or whatever, people can go back and say, see, you said that. And it's like, 
so for me it's like take a second think about it and if you if you can't be nice don't say anything or if you don't have all the facts don't say anything just kind of you know we don't wait anymore and that's the thing that's most discouraging and uh, about it is people in the media were making this leap right i mean they should be mm-hmm. the ones that are waiting for facts and just a, a, an aside to it I, there were a number of people uh someone from the new york times said if you need me to help out i'm there to, to help and but this one i have no idea who the guy is he had posted that he was a retired journalist if you need me you you know you just send for me and you know basically pay my airfare and i'll come in well first of all the newspaper is not going to do that no but i mean some of these people are just looking they're looking for a free ride on it to capitalize on it well here's a perfect example somebody uh tweeted he's a verified tweeter i don't want to say his name but he goes zero refugees have ever killed an american but you went all the way to scotus to ban them i kind of doubt that no what's he talking about and then Who's he, he talking? Well, that's ridiculous. He's, yeah, that's he's there's politicized. No way. And he goes, um, something about all oh, 51st mass shootings and 23,000 Americans killed by guns under your presidency, and all you offer is thoughts and prayers. So, right there. Well, the numbers are absurd. Yeah. I know. It's like, but see, people put this out there. Who and, is it? Identify the person. <laughs> it's somebody um, well known. Uh, well, names. he's got 36,000 followers. Who is it? Um, Kasim Rashid Esquire. It's Esquire. <laughs> it's because hmm. it's a hashtag. Let's see, he's a Muslim American. He's an Islamic educator for a women's rights defender, Black Lives Matter, and he's just pulling numbers out. Yeah. Mm. So it's like yeah, we but, haven't you had know, twenty. We haven't had twenty thousand people killed. Well, not if you, if you leave out Chicago. But, but it's, see, exactly. It's like, <laughs> but even okay. Chicago, I mean, Chicago hasn't had that number. Uh, it's like, okay, you know, and all 36,000 followers, if they see that, they're going to take that as fact. Yeah, they sure are. They well, a lot of people take things that are thrown out there as fact. Exactly. They don't They do not uh, do their own research. They just, okay, yep. I guess I guess it is Trump's fault. And that's the problem. And well, then I, they I, go about their day thinking that in their well, head. Well, people don't do the research because it just it holds up their belief in the first place confirmation bias yeah yeah mm-hmm. so they just go oh see and then they uh, it was right 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 well the, the biggest problem twitter is the worst of the social media because so many people are on it spreading lies and then piling on to the spread of lies and i'm on twitter and i use it and I, you know, I probably, some people probably think I do my part spreading lies, but mm-hmm. I go for facts. The problem, too, is if you Google something, you could just be repeating a lie that's already on Google or it's in the news story. You have to know how to differentiate because there is a lot of, I mean, you never take a tweet as fact. Um, with Wikipedia, if it's political at all, never take it as fact. You can't even take, Snopes is Snopes supposed is, to be, no, Snopes that's not is factual. Horrible I mean, now. they're far left. Snopes got do that. yeah. Well, what happened with Snopes was the it was started by a husband and wife duo. Yeah, and then the husband started banging hookers, so they got divorced. And I forget who controls it now, but one of them controls it, and they like sold it to someone, and it's just not in a good place right now. So if we were to call up um, Snopes. Did the husband of the uh, the original husband <laughs> bang hookers? We would have one that said false and one that said true. <laughs> they each would have their own version of it. Yeah, it's 
it's bizarre how people will take something like this and turn it into their own political agenda. And I'm assuming now gun control is going to be an issue again. Well, you know what? And what was interesting, yeah, it is an issue in it. But what was mm-hmm. interesting is it was a bigger issue for people to attack Trump. Mm-hmm. Blood on his hands. Yeah. Because, he, you know, he doesn't like the media. But, but Trump has never was... said he doesn't like newspapers like community papers like the Capitol he Gazette. Doesn't it's like... not a, he doesn't like the, the national media. It's mostly he doesn't like fake news. He doesn't like news stories that just want to be the first to get the story out without uh, fact-checking. And that, to me, I mean, as an American, I agree with him. I want my news to be fact. I don't want it to have a spin on it. I don't want it to be biased. I want just the facts. You say you're an American, but I've never seen any ID. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to produce it either. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. How do we know for sure? You sound and look pretty Mexican to me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> problem with media is there's always a spin. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. get away from a spin. No. no Any political thing, there's no such thing as objectivity. But, I mean, and not even political. It could be an opinion or anything that they're the, doing. The, you guys say that, but when Bob and I were young, there was no spin in our news. Well, that's because mm-hmm. back no. then they were required by law to uh, give equal airtime to both sides of an issue. And And that's what upsets me the most because I grew up... I learned journalism at a time in the uh, in the early 80s. I worked for the Associated Press, and if we had the hint of slant in the news, we would get yeah. reamed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was you could not. It had to be straight facts, and everything you presented as fact had to be attributed. Not anymore. Let's see the equal time. Let's see when that went away. Uh, it, oh, it was suspended in 1960, but what do you mean equal time for? Equal airtime for, like, you know, if if you do a piece on, you know, why this is bad, oh. you have to give equal time to someone who thinks it's good so they can... Well, that would have been... That was stupid to have had that thing, because... Oh, here, here we go. Eliminated the policy in 1987. So, there you go. Around that long. <clears throat> but, you know, at least if you, if you had attribution, that was an important thing. So you could have somebody else saying, Donald Trump is a, is a jerk. Mm-hmm. But it had to be said so and so. You can't say it, but now they're just every time you pick up the Times or the Post, they're going after them, yeah, and that's it's the in thing. news stories. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. the only time I mean, I remember watching the news. The only time I really saw any type of personal emotion in any type of news stories was watching the footage of Walter Cronkite when President Kennedy was shot. I mean, you could tell he was yeah. wanted to cry. And then when nine eleven happened, like Peter Jennings and. Uh, Tom Bro- was Tom Brokaw on air at that time? I'm trying to remember. I watched so much news during 9-11. But, yeah, you could really see it taking a toll on them. And that's probably the only couple times prior to what we're facing now. Yeah, like yeah. an own personal feeling to the story. You know, Joe Steinhauser, who was in here earlier this week, he just texted me when we were kids and talking about, but I'm a little older than you, JB, and, Joe's probably about my age. When we were kids, there was accountability, and he's right. Mm-hmm. And we will be right back with section segment two? Uh, two? Hour two. Hour two of the Tom Bernard <laughs> Show with comedian Andy Erickson. Stay tuned.